Episode 102, 12 Effective Time Management Principles. You're listening to the very best podcast in the world on health, wealth, and happiness. Please remember to leave a review and share with all your friends and family. And here is your host, Lars Hilsen. It's Tuesday. Welcome to the 100 second. <laughs> I was going to say 100 sixth <laughs> um, episode of the very best podcast in the world. Uh, your only source in the universe for personal supremacy through health, wealth, and happiness. Um, in today's episode, uh, we're going to dive right in. Um, because I feel like, <laughs> uh, and, uh, today we're going to talk about time management and a lot of people think they're good at it, but they're not very well reflected and have kind of tuned out of the learning curve on how to become even more effective in planning their day, thereby making time, aka the most valuable resource in your portfolio called life, uh, available to themselves and uh, are kind of stuck in their routines. And therefore, you know, it's, it's worked always. So there's no real need to improve something, right? Well, today we're going to look at, uh, 12 ways for you to discover that can increase your efficiency and make your time management a tidbit more effective. Therefore, you know, again, what I just said, <laughs> freeing up time, which you can use otherwise. So, uh, without further ado, let's dive right in. Um, number one, is going to be uh, determining what is urgent. Number two, don't overcommit. Number three, have a plan for your time. Number four, allow time for the unexpected. Number five, handle things once. Number six, create realistic deadlines. Number seven, set your goals for yourself and your time. Number eight, develop routines. Number nine, focus on one thing at a time. Next one, I lost count. <laughs> Next one is to eliminate or minimize distractions, uh, outsource and delegate. Uh, and last one, and but not least one, is uh, to leave time for fun and play and to free your mind, right? Now, what's so difficult about determining what is urgent? Um, number one is opinions. And uh, opinions are like assholes. You know, everybody's got one. So when you prioritize your list, it's important that you stand your ground. 
right? Because if it doesn't really affect other people, what you prioritize is your thing, right? Period. So if somebody comes up and says, well, yeah, but you could have done this before that because it would have, no, <laughs> you know, you had a reason. You don't need to justify. If it doesn't really affect the other person, you're good. If it affects other people, you can think about it, right? So um, that's number one. Number two, um, if you, you know, if everything is urgent, it's about, you know, this, I don't know, minute speck of tolerance between the urgency of issues at your, uh, you know, that you have to take care of, that you have to weigh in for, right? And uh, if other people are involved, you know, getting back to the initial problem, it's about really getting the other people on board and prioritizing those tasks together, right? And where they fit in into your daily routine kind of thing, right? So, um, I think we've kind of covered the urgency issue and the determination of the same. Uh, so let's move on to uh, don't overcommit. And that's an important aspect uh, and a word you learn in software development and in the different kinds of approaches you have there. If you commit to something, make sure you have the resources available to live up to your commitment. And that's very difficult because there are a lot of people out there who want to make it right for everyone. But there comes a time when you just have to say, no, I'm full. Thank you very much. I can do it tomorrow. I don't know, maybe next week, maybe next year, whatever time you have available and when you have that time available. Because here's what's going to happen if you overcommit. Number one, you're going to be suffering from a significant amount of workload you can't handle. This in turn will not only lead to dissatisfaction about and of yourself, but it will only lead to dissatisfaction and disappointment, more importantly, uh, with uh, the people that you have involved in the commitment you made, right? If you promise to deliver something, uh, I don't know, in a month, and you then take another project which you deliver in a month and another one, and you take another task that needs to be done in a month, you're going to end up not meeting your deadline. And not meeting your deadline is frustrating for you. And more importantly, it's really disastrous for your professional credibility. And that's why it's more important to say no when you realistically can't get it done to the deadline. Or, you know, don't be so destructive. Say, I can get it done, but it's not going to be to the deadline that you expect. Here is my deadline. That's the available resources. I, or those are the available resources I have. I can get it done in two months, not in one. And then you have set the playing field, right? There is no need for you to rush anything, there's no need for the other person to expect, and you're not going to be able to deliver, which will in turn have the consequences I just mentioned. So everybody's going to be a happy camper, <laughs> hopefully at least, right? Um, number three, 
have a time for your uh, <laughs> have a time for your plan. Yeah, no, it's the other way around. Um, have a plan for your time. <coughs> Sorry, nicotine cough. Uh, and this is important because we're getting back to the overcommit thing. You know, if you take on dozens of tasks and you only have a week to complete them, um, you need to manage the resource of time that you have, right? If you have, I don't know, uh, let's say 16 waking hours per day, uh, you know, take off eating and all the other good stuff that you do, uh, you're down to 12, you know, including procrastination and entertaining yourself, freeing up your mind, et cetera. Let's say you have 12 hours at your disposal per day. So in essence, this is going to be the time that you actually have to, that, that you have available to work in. And you can only take time, uh, you can only take projects, sorry, for the time that you have available. So if you have 12 hours per day, uh, that's, uh, you know, um, X, and uh, you take on tasks that take 13 hours, you're going to have to bite off time somewhere else, right? And very quickly, you're going to get to a degree where you're biting off time at your sleep or, you know, whatever uh, is very important to you and your health. And that has very disastrous consequences because if you uh, prove to your subconscious mind that that works, you're going to be killing your sleep and other things you need to relax and that's going to have disastrous consequences always. So, uh, have a plan for your time, take down what amount of hours is available, how much time the tasks you're about to take are going to take, uh, take away from this time budget, and then be honest about whether you're going to be able to complete it or not. Number four, allow time for the unexpected. Uh, remember the episode we did where we talked about planning your day twice a day because, you know, lunch at the latest is going to be the time where your initial day plan is going to be fucked up. It's going to be totally annihilated. You know, calls come in, unexpected shit. So coming back to the 12 hours, take another two off of those for unexpected shit. If nothing unexpected happens, good for you. Likelihood of unexpected things happening, close to 100%. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I just had that today. You know, I had a plan and uh, attend the electrician calls because they wanted to mount the wall box. So I had an hour plus where we were having coffee and discussing and, you know, whatnot. And, um, then he started to work and I started to work, but I was an hour short in my, in my time budget. And given my flexibility, I hadn't really planned for it. And boom, you know, <laughs> there you go. Uh, some tasks fell off the back of the truck and I'm going to need to do them tomorrow. And uh, that's where, you know, um, this thing is insanely important. And the most professional people I've worked with always have a time buffer where it says something along the lines of, you know, shit that wasn't anticipated. Next is to handle things once. 
right? So if you're working on something, um, and this is, you know, this is a utopian vision, but it's good to have that in the back of your mind and to focus on that, you know, just to be able to tell yourself and to sit yourself down and to touch this thing only once. Let's say you're doing a task that takes an hour and, you know, three people walk in with seemingly important shit. You know, lock your door, lock yourself in the office. For all I'm concerned, go into the fucking park or the Starbucks. You know, leave the office if you want to get things done, right? And if you're gone, the people are going to write you an email. So, you know, when you're having lunch or you know, whatever, you can reply to those emails. Or can you can just archive or delete them, you know? <laughs> whatever uh, suits your fancy. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's about really sticking to it so that you can actually get it done in one run. Thing is, uh, or the reason I'm saying that is that, you know, you need to focus, you need to dig in, you need to work yourself into the task. And if you get torn out of it because, you know, somebody wants to know whether the cornflower blue it looks better on the PowerPoint slide than the, I don't know, whatever color they have currently in orange, you're going to be out of the problem. You're going to have to work in, etc. <clears throat> Sorry. And you're going to have to touch this thing again, which just leads to this devious cycle of, God damn it, I'm never going to get this thing done. So um, try to, you know, tell yourself to only touch a task once and get it done without interruption. So I said with leaving the office or going to Starbucks or whatever, uh, you know, just getting, getting away from everyone. And then you will increase your productivity because you don't need to, uh, you know, grind your mind again to work yourself into the problem. You're just gone out of reach and, uh, you know, people leave you voicemails or whatever, you know, and that's it. Next is to create realistic deadlines. And I mentioned this, you know, at the beginning, it's like, um, deadlines that are unrealistic are just that. So you don't want to, you know, overcommit. Uh, we're back at that point again and say, okay, you know, I'm going to get it done by the end of the month while you know exactly that you're not going to be able to deliver on that date. So it's like, okay, you know, I'm going to get it done next month, period. Because then again, you know, I mentioned it, I can't help but repeating myself here. Uh, you're not going to dissatisfy yourself and you're not going to ruin your professional reputation if you're honest and say, okay, I can't get this done by the end of the month. I can deliver it to you by the end of next month or, you know, whatever your time budget is. And that's what that is really about is setting realistic deadlines rather than putting yourself in the position where, you know, in the risk of repeating myself, uh, sacrifice sleep or other things you need to relax in favor of getting the things done. Because that's going to become habitual and that's going to end up ruining you. Next is um, set to set your goals for yourself and your time. Right? There's a lot of people who are smart asses and who are going to, you know, walk in on you and say, well, but you could have done this more effectively by blah. Now this pep talk by these bitches, uh, by it's in itself is 
so time consuming that you know you could have shaved off five seconds from doing a repetitive task. And the pep talk they give you takes, you know, 30 minutes. Imagine the amount of time you would have to shave off somewhere to, sorry, I uh, had to open my jacket, uh, to, <laughs> to uh, you know, make up for the half an hour they, the, the uh, you know, they gave you this bullshit pep talk about how you could have increased efficiency, right? And that's what it's all about. You know, it's you schedule your time, you schedule your tasks, uh, and you schedule your deadlines and all of that good stuff, right? Because you are your God in your little universe and you know how long you take realistically, uh, you know, to deliver, uh, your task completed at a deadline. Nobody else knows that better than you know yourself. <clears throat> My God, I think a teen cough is bad. <laughs> so, um, developing routines, uh, that's the next one. And that's actually something I hate because routines make you age quicker. Routines make you prone to errors. Routines are in general shitty. However, they allow you to plan your time better because, you know, the more routine you have, the quicker you get the tasks done from the routine and the reduced effort you have to invest into the task to be done. Uh, you know, you can fly your thoughts at how you can make the process you're doing more efficient if it's repetitive, for instance. And uh, yeah, there you go. You know, <laughs> so routines do have a reason for being just make sure that you use the time or your, the brain juice that you have available when they are on autopilot or when the tasks are on autopilot the routines are on autopilot to uh, use your available brain juice to contemplate on how to make them more efficient rather than, you know, just staring out the window while you're doing something. Next one is to focus on one thing at a time. You know, there's those that believe in the multitasking BS uh, and while, yeah, you can get a lot of stupid tasks done simultaneously, you're prone to error, even with the stupid tasks, right? Because you're kind of already on one task and then you try to do another and yeah, mm, but it's not really, it doesn't really work. Multitasking is a myth. Sorry to have to disappoint you on that. Eliminate or minimize distractions. That's the next one we're going to be talking about. And how can eliminating or minima minimizing distractions increase efficiency in your time management? Well, as I said, you know, a short while ago, uh, it's when you do a task and you get distracted, you have to kind of invest the brain juice again to dig into the task again which inevitably will, you know, tear you out of the situation, out of the mindset, out of the flow. And once you're back at the desk, you're going to have to, you know, settle down again, think again, you've forgotten maybe what you read, which was necessary. So it's a bunch of BS that goes on, right? So how do you actually eliminate or minimize distractions? Well, number one, turn your phone off, uh, period. Don't put it on vibrate the, off, you know, uh, conference mode, silent mode, 
whatever best uh, best uh, situation is to just fucking turn it off uh close your outlook or your mail program so you don't get distracted by that no, no <laughs> unnecessary to say that you know social media belongs to any communication tool that uh, you may have uh, at your disposal but it'll distract you also so turn that off and i mean turn it off you know don't put it on silent because the banners are still going to fly up fuck it close it down shut it down shoot it down leave it off until the task is completed and then you know it's got this rewarding effect because you turn everything back on and you're available yada 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 right um if you have one of these old you know wired phones uh, i was just going to say cut the cord <laughs> but uh your it people are probably going to kill you so um don't cut the cord take it out you know or put down the receiver or whatever it is you are unavailable put it on do not disturb whatever works for you because only then are you able to fully focus and you don't have to get torn out of work because the cornflower blue question comes up again and so that eliminates all possibilities of shit like that happening if you've got an office or a cubicle put on headphones you know if you have people blabbing bullshit in the background and that you know get tears you out of the focus uh noise canceling headphones are really really good for that um you know if you are at risk of getting ambushed by your coworkers leave <laughs> you know sit down in the janitor's closet or you know somewhere else where you know nobody's gonna distract you right and that's that now next uh we're gonna look at outsourcing and delegating however we're gonna not look into that in too much detail because we're going to do a dedicated episode about that in the foreseeable future. So the title has to stand for itself and speak for itself at the moment is to outsource and delegate tasks to other people. And yeah, like I said, we're going to get into that in a dedicated episode. I just picked up on something today and made an episode. <laughs> so, uh, so we get to the last and the least, and we've already broken the 20 minutes. And so the last and a, but blah, blah, <laughs> at least is to leave time for fun and play and to free your mind. And I think that's self-explanatory. And I mentioned it repeatedly. So that being said, those were the 12 effective time management principles. There are more. You shouldn't agree with all of them and you shouldn't try all of them it's up to you right if you see something that you know suits your fancy might help you oh, go ahead try it uh, that being said um if you know someone who could use a little bit of improvement in their time management please by all means share this episode with them um you know and if you haven't already uh, subscribe to the very best podcast in the world on all platforms available. If you have difficulty finding it or anything else you want to, you know, bring to my attention, uh, write an email to the very best podcast in the world at gmail.com. And other than that, I wish you a successful day. And if you've had your successful day, have a good night and we'll be in touch tomorrow. Uh, and when we'll talk about something I haven't really decided upon, there are a few candidates. So stay tuned and peace out.